Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. And today in the studio, I've got Mrs. Laura Eigel. And I'm telling you, this woman is all about leadership. Have you ever felt like you have limited beliefs? Well, you may not say that they're limiting beliefs about being a leader and how to show up and serve the world, the true authentic you. When I met her, I connected immediately because I so much believe in leadership and how to really show up and serve that differentially. So Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. I have been looking forward to this for for a while. And so I'm just so happy to share this space with you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. You're like, first of all, uh, PhD doctor, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Tell me about a little bit about your background. I want to know how you got to where you are today. Because, you know, I think many people think when we arrive or we have success, then they go like, they think this is just the way it's been. But the journey, yeah. The, the glory is in the story. So I want to know a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I am an organizational psychologist by training. So you're right. I, I have my PhD. Um, but will I tell you, I don't tell many people this, but I almost didn't get into grad school. Like <laughs> I, I almost didn't. And it was through, you know, different networks and trying and trying again um, that I got into a couple of different PhD programs and I was able to get my PhD. Um, so I guess you could say I am a, a like once I have a goal, I will go to it, right? And so that was one of my goals. And so I um, ended up getting my PhD in applied psychology. Nice. And um, and throughout my career, it's really been about growing leaders. Uh, as I look back, like that's really that's really like so, simplistically, that's what I do. That's what you do. So yeah. okay, I want to look back. That, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really want to look back. <laughs> Tell me about the look back. Like, what did you do in order to now be a master in this space? So I started at a consulting firm right outside of grad school. Um, I traveled a bit. And uh, at the time, I was a government contractor for the US Navy. And so we'd go to different bases, and I would meet different people. And that is where, I will tell you, I learned that influencing others is you know, going to be part of my job, right? Because I was in these situations with enlisted and officers, and I was taking them away from their really cool jobs to ask them questions to write training manuals. Like, <laughs> and I was a woman, a contractor, a yeah. civilian, right? And yeah. um, they didn't want to have anything to do with me, can I tell you, mm. right? And so, you know, you had to learn to connect. And I yeah. will tell you, I am an introvert at heart. Like, the Where? Pa- like no, really. Where? Oh, for real. <laughs> um, the pandemic was actually really great for me. <laughs> so I don't have to talk to nobody. <laughs> I ain't got to see nobody. <laughs> no. Well, I love, I love connecting with people. And I love the yeah. one-on-one. And yeah. I love, you know, you know, deep connection. Oh, but I you did, also love a bowl of uh, cereal with I, a newspaper or something yeah, with my blanket on your blanket couch. right there you go exactly it's okay um but but i realized in that role yeah. you know 
you have to make connections with people. And that's really what I did. I, I was never the most outgoing person, never. Um, I'm always kind of thinking, right? Mm -hmm. When I was a baby, my mom, I didn't start talking until kind of late and my mom would tell people, oh, she's just taken in the world. She's just <laughs> taken in the world. And so I'm an, I'm an observer, I'm a listener, yeah. I'm a really great listener. And so um, I just knew that and that, you know, moment, you know, building relationships with clients one-on-one yeah. -on -one is just going to be so important, especially as you're mm -hmm. influencing them um, and building that trust, right? So I started there and then I knew this kind of travel thing wasn't for me and I wanted to be internal at a company. And so I um, I joined kind of corporate America and worked for um, Frito-Lay North America and PepsiCo and I grew my career there and I got to do so many like just amazing jobs mm -hmm. and work for amazing leaders yeah. and work with amazing leaders. And that's really where I got to see like, you know, a company that really truly believes in leadership development. They train good managers um, and they help people get a bigger career. And so in my role there, that's where I started executive coaching and I loved it. I loved it Did so you much. Break them down. I mean, no, you know, there might no. have been some tears. Yeah, yeah, maybe a few tears because you know what executives start. You know, we have so much pressure. Yeah, there's so much pressure on executives. But then when you really start to coach them and mm -hmm. get become one with yeah. them, there, yeah. there's some there's some hurt and emotion and pain that that executives are feeling. So being an executive coach is I, I honor you for being able to do that because I, it's it's a little tough to get people the barriers down where you can really get down to it. Yeah. And and again, back to that trusting relationship, building, yes. building rapport with a senior executive that thinks they have to be all buttoned up. Right. right. All the time. Right. Uh, and especially women. Right. We can't like, God forbid, like we leave to go bring our kid to the doctor. No crying in corporate. Yeah. I, I lived it. For 40 years of yeah, my life. You no. better not drop a tear up in here. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's real. You better not. It's real. And so um, that those were some of my favorite days, right? Wow. Those days where you kind of end the end your day and you're like, I love my job so much. And so I was an internal coach there for many years. I got to work with high potential wow. executives, um, female executives. And then by the time um, I was, uh, you know, leaving, I was um, leading the PepsiCo uh, team to for commercial wow. functions for learning and development. So I got to work with, you know, subject matter experts all over the world to build their capability in sales and supply chain and marketing and How insights. Exciting. And it was. It was just such a fun, fun thing. And I realized, Zondra, I was miserable. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. it, it was great, but I was miserable. But I was miserable. Well, let's talk about the misery just a little yeah. bit before we go on break. I just want to hit the misery thing. I, you're doing a great job. You have great experiences because I live that. Mm -hmm. But that misery, what, what, what is the core of that misery? The core was I realized I, I wasn't learning anymore. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't learning anymore. And learning is one of my core values. But yeah. don't you kind of think learning is really everybody's core value? Like if you're not learning, people use this adage, right? If yeah. you're not learning, you're done. But really on the real tip, if you're not learning and applying something new continuously, you kind of like checking out. 
It's really interesting, but not everybody is made that way. Mm. They're not. And everybody's kind of core beliefs and core values motivate them, right, in different ways. Mm. And so I realized, you know, those days, I, it was a day I had, I was still commuting to the office, right? So I had a long commute and I realized I'm kind of staying in my car. I'm not walking into the office. I'm listening to my, you know, podcast a little bit longer. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, trudging <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. with you my bag. to the next, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I, it, I, yeah, it's probably like the day that I, I got stopped stop and said I'm transforming to go into this corporate building. But we're gonna take a short break. And when we come back, I wanna talk to you about how you made this pivot over into being a, a, a business entrepreneur and how you're helping people today and why you're doing what you're doing. You're an amazing person. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much. All right, we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Larry C. Morris, and I'm a published author of the book, Rejoicing in My Salvation, Unrolling the Bundle. And it's not only a book, it's actually a workbook. The most powerful part of the book is the instruction page. It teaches you how to study and roll back everything so you understand the power of Jesus Christ and what he has done in you through the power of salvation. You need to know everything about your salvation, everything that God has for you, yes, you, so that you can be healthy and you can be whole and you can do the work that God has called you to do. Rejoicing in my salvation, unrolling the bundle so that you can have joy in Jesus Christ. As a believer, you can be so powerful in Jesus to do what he's called you to do. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Welcome back to Real Biz Talk with Zondra, where I've been talking to Laura Eichel. And I'm telling you, this woman is a leadership guru. When I tell you she has experience like no other, her story is amazing, and to know that she had a corporate job, corporate experience, and now she's pivoted and taken that to what I call the streets in the community. Tell me about your transition from corporate to what you're doing today. Yeah, so um, we we left off in my misery earlier, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, we did talk about misery. <laughs> we were talking about misery. And what, what got me there was that pivotal moment, right? Yeah. Um, I wasn't living my core value of growth and development at the end of the day. Yeah. And I needed something new. And so I decided to leave, which was really scary. And and at the time, this is part of my entrepreneurship journey. Yeah, it, it was, it was going to be either um, find another job or start my business. And guess what I did? I started another job. No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> I didn't start okay. my business right away. Okay, you want to know why that is? It, I call it the corporate umbrella of protection. Yes. Girl, it was my number one gremlin. Baby, I walked around with that umbrella every mm -hmm. day because I was like, this six figures and I got benefits and I have yeah. 401k and I have their employees that can be yeah. my clients. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really have to do much, right? So you went and got another job. Do you know how, there's like, 
thousands of people that do exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And for me, it was, I felt like I could not be legitimate out of my own and coach C-suites unless I was in the C-suite, which is a limiting belief. We'll leave that for another time, <laughs> right? Because I had been coaching, you know, leaders my whole career. Yeah. Um, but that's what I did. I left, um, I left and became the chief learning officer at YPO. Okay. And I got to lead a global team and, you know, got a different experience, which yeah. I really loved. Um, but guess what happened? The nudge, the nudge kept pulling me. Hey, what do I what do I really want to be doing? Mm -hmm. And then this thing called a pandemic came and you know, that little thing. And you know, yeah. you know, and it was, you know, like many people, I tried to figure out what what kind of impact do I really want to make? Yeah. And to me, it was diving back into my values, this idea of I want to um, the time that I know that I'm at my true core great self is when I'm doing this coaching, right? And so there's growth for the person, there's development, and there's advocacy there too. Another one of my core values, and I wasn't feeling that in the role that mm. I had, and I needed to create that for myself. Yeah. And so I left a really big C-suite job. Six figures. More than that, Seven. yeah. Well, no, no. Well, <laughs> multiple six figures. Multiple. <laughs> right. We'll we'll get there with the business. That you're gonna get there with the bit, but but yeah. So we walk away because I literally oh, walk. walking away from a six figure income to really do what you are called here to do, yeah, and to do it differentially, right? Tell me your ideal client now yeah, in your business. Yeah, absolutely. So my ideal client. Well, let me tell you my mission first. So we'll go ahead and tell me that. Yeah, and, and then we'll get to okay. ideal client. My mission is to get more diversity and authenticity in the C-suite. I don't know about you, but if you're looking at, you know, all the you websites. Say, I don't know about you. I don't know about this, you. This, okay, now, now this is getting funny. <laughs> yeah. You don't know about me? Yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so are you are you like me, kind of tired of seeing the same kind of people in those oh, jobs? Oh, my God. Goodness, yes. Yeah, so that's the mission, is to get more okay. people that don't think that they should be there, there. Okay, I gotta stop you. How can people get a hold of you? Because let me tell you, if you need some help, this is the woman to help get you into C-suite positions if for diverse people. Yeah, I, women. Women, diverse people. And, and I think it's really important because sometimes we don't feel like we belong in those spaces. Right? We so feel that way. How can people get a hold of you, though? Yeah, for, first and foremost, go to LinkedIn, find me there. Okay. Um, and then my website is thecatchgroup.com. That's a really great place to find me, too. Thecatchgroup.com. Y'all go check her out. Yeah. So, so okay, I love your mission. Yeah. Diversity and inclusion. I, I, you know, that's, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a big thing right now. Yes. Um, you're located here in Dallas, but you work globally. I do. If I... Am struggling. Tell me, how would I know I need you? Yeah, you might feel a misalignment, mm. right? You might feel a misalignment. You might feel like, you know, I I see everybody else around me getting promoted, right? And I, it's not happening for me. 
right? Mm. It might feel uncomfortable. You might not have liked how your company has responded in terms of the pandemic. Or addressed you in a way. That, exactly, mm. yeah. Mm. People are paying more attention now, right? Mm. Right. And this idea of the social contract between employer and employee has absolutely shifted, where the power used to be held always by employer, right? Mm. And now, again, thank goodness for pandemic life, we realize, oh, we can work from home and we can still have a culture. This is great. That's good. Because you know what? My daughter works for a major company in Georgia. And, uh, you know, <laughs> pandemic, it opened her eyes to another yeah. way of living. And yeah. she literally transferred from one department <laughs> to another. But when she did, it was, un it was conditions and she called them out. Mm -hmm. Not going into work every day. I'll be more than happy to go once a week. Uh, you know, I'm not going to take away from having family time with my family, mm -hmm. um, but, but growing and she's growing. She's a senior leader yeah. in, uh, her company, but her conditions, her, 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 uh, parameters change and she's in the driver's seat. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing though. It is a beautiful thing. And now what I'm finding is that some companies are trying to take that control back. Oh, you do need to be in the office and oh no, we're only hiring in this city when the use case is already there, remote, hybrid. And and the funny thing is, it's really good for business, right? right. It's, it's cheaper. We're saving operational costs. We're giving people more autonomy, but what does it mean? We need to trust people. Yes. We need to empower people. Yes. And if you do that, they'll give you that discretionary effort. They'll work for you and they'll do a really great job, yeah. but give them a little bit more flexibility and freedom. Absolutely. And so if you're feeling like you are you don't have that, you're compromising too much, right? Mm. Um, or you just feel a misalignment, like something is just not right. Don't We compromise a lot, don't we? We do. We compromise a lot. And, and of course, you know, a paycheck, benefits, all of those things cause us to compromise at different levels, right? They do. And it's mm -hmm. harder to walk away mm -hmm. if you've been there for a long time. Yeah. And, or, you know, if you're already an executive, the system is literally designed for executive compensation to keep you there. Yes, it is. It, it, it Look, is. I said, oh God. Yeah. Ooh, I lived it. I'm yeah. Rigid. I'm yeah. like, oh, what I'm going to do? I mean. That brought you back, right? <laughs> I mean, I had two, I worked for two companies in my mm -hmm. whole life. But it, it brought me back because that's them six figures. <laughs> yeah. Come on back yeah. and get that money. Yeah. It's something about that. But when you realize that the power and, and the authority and the real true, that you are the asset and the commodity mm -hmm. and that you could take that asset and do something differential for yourself, yeah. it changed your life. It, it changed my life. I know it's yeah. changed yours. It has. And it doesn't always mean entrepreneurship for people. It could mean having a bigger job in a smaller company. It could be changing industries. It could be all of that. It could be so many different yeah. things. But I think culture fit is a huge thing that we're really just not. Yeah. We, we always feel like, how do I fit here instead of how can I be me here? Exactly. Hold on to that thought. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you traveling long-term internationally? Moving to another country? How's your furry family member going to get there? 
You won't be able to just buy them a plane ticket. There's a whole series of processes and red tape that no one wants to sift through. You need a partner. You need Doggone Taxi. We take the confusion and headache out of moving your pet to your new country. We take care of the shipping, the fees, the health permits, and anything else that your destination country requires. Visit DoggoneTaxi.com and get your free move quote today. That's DoggoneTaxi.com. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Welcome back to Real Biz Talk with Zondra. I have been having a blast here in the studio with Laura. She's amazing. She, matter of fact, it's Dr. Laura Igo. I like to go on and put it in there. She got a PhD behind her name. But why? Because she has studied and really had such great experience in coaching leaders, C-suite leaders, on how to really be better at what they do and to tap into the true essence of who they are. So, Laura, thank you so much for being here. And I want to shift a minute and talk about the book. Yes. Values First. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I love this. You know how, how knowing your core beliefs can get you the life and career you want. Do y'all know what your core values are? I bet they don't. Tell me why you wrote this book. Yeah. It's something spurred you to go core values as a problem. Yeah, you know, I as I look back at my leadership throughout my whole career, I have been, whether I knew it or not at the time, I have been leading with my values. And it wasn't until my C-suite job that I really started to articulate it that way. And I would start telling people, hey, this is what is important to me. This is yeah. what matters to me. So my family, growth, development, advocacy, balance, achievement. And that's how I make decisions, really. Awesome. That's how I build my life. That's how I prioritize my time. And so mm -hmm. I wrote the book to teach others how to do it too, because that is my coaching philosophy. So the book is built on the values first framework, which is my coaching philosophy to get the life and career you want. And to your point, when asked, people usually don't know what their values are. They might say integrity, yeah, yeah. honesty, right? Yes. And um, yes. what does that really mean though, right? Yeah. And yeah. so yes. what, what I teach and how I coach is how to gain clarity in that and then how to use that as a framework to guide your life, your career, build the boundaries you need to have fulfillment. So I have to ask you this, yeah. uh, only because I know people are watching this and I, I, I want this question to be answered. So do you think values have, uh, are, have priority? Like value number one is this, I don't compromise on this. Do they go down in order or do they really scale across? You know, it's really interesting that you asked because I think they can evolve. They can evolve over time, right? Yes. And I think sometimes we feel like values are so big. Sometimes people don't even want to go through the exercise because they're afraid of, well, what if I can't live up to them? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think certain values have priority at different seasons of your life. I, that's what I think it really is. And do you find, because, you know, mm -hmm. of course, I'm certified coach, too, so, you know, <laughs> I've been through this, but, yeah. I, but do you find that people are holding on to values of when they were raised that they struggle with trying to keep alive in their lives? 
instead of understanding that as you grow and as your life changes, sometimes your values also are adjusted. Yeah, absolutely. You're like what you, how you grew up is such a yeah. huge impactful part of your yeah. life, right? Yeah. And what that could look like, it might have, that could have meant success then, or maybe it was something you were striving yeah. for. It was never even attainable. But what I want you to do is to I is to do it for yourself. And the the key here is to um, is to define success of today, right? Ooh. Let's let go of what we were taught Ooh, of I love it. expectations <laughs> of other people. Yes, you know, success for balance could just be, hey, I need to take a ten minute walk I every love day. It. Right. And, and, and living your life assigned to what other people think that you should do is not going to get you fulfillment. And you know what? And that is simplicity. Like if you want to be fulfilled, it's kind of simple, but, but, but do you think that people lack courage to to face it and do it. I, what stops us from living that life of, yeah. of true fulfillment? I think there's there we get a payoff from validation of other people. We do, right? You better believe. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes. So it's really hard. It's hard to say, yes. "Hey, this is how I, you know, used to show up at work. Yes. I was always on. I'm working all the time because I'm, you know, they need me, right?" Yeah. Yeah. And um, once I start working with leaders, oftentimes it means, you know, putting up boundaries, and they're like, "Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. They're going to definitely need me." Well, what they need to see. I probably need you for some boundaries. <laughs> Lord damn. <laughs> I think I might need a some Well, the good thing is that there's oh my goodness. there's steps. I work all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there there's mm -hmm. different things. And yes. and that might be for me, um, sometimes there's even conflict within your values. So for me, my conflict arose with achievement, my value of achievement, right? And I want to do really well at work. Yeah, I want yeah, to yeah. have promotions yeah. and then with family, right? So ah. what wins? But what I found is that, you know, the, when I'm balanced, my, um, my focus at work is better. Yeah. I'm a better leader. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. Yes. I'm a better friend. Yes. And I get more done mm -hmm. and it literally means working less right? Pouring my time yeah, into other things yeah. that are important to me. And so what's hard about that is shifting that time and doing it and thinking, and, and really it's, it's about giving yourself permission. I love it. Okay. Listen, yeah. how could people get a hold of you if they would love to work yeah. with you? Cause I'm <laughs> over here going, girl, I need to work with you. <laughs> I need to get some balance and shift some things. Yeah. How can people get a hold of you? Yeah. So go to thecatchgroup.com and what I have for you and for anybody else, there's a free download Great. of a worksheet called the values worksheet. Um, that will get you on your way to identify your core values, to identify what matters most to you. Go to thecatchgroup.com. You need to go. Go get the downloadable. Make sure you take that free download and start working on your values. Because it's actually a very important principle to living. But um, I, I want to shift gears a minute because, you know, we it's getting down to time. I love this book. Y'all also should go get this book. Is this on your website? It is. Yeah. Okay. I want you to go to her website, thecatchgroup.com. That's right. Get the book. Because the book is amazing. Now, with that being said, a woman of your stature. <laughs> Tell me what's next on the horizon for you. Yeah, well, I I love, um, like I said before, we were talking, I'm, I'm technically an introvert, which 
Might be hard to believe, but I am. I love these. So hard to I believe. Love, I love. I'm trying to believe it right now, y'all. But I can't seem to believe it. I'm passionate. Come on with it. Yeah, I'm passionate <laughs> about this. But um, I love getting groups of people together. And so the next thing that we have coming up is a virtual. We're, we're doing virtual. Just make sure that everybody can come. Okay. Um, and it's called uh, Boundaries Before Burnout. And it will be a, a workshop series that we'll have that can teach you different things about how to build boundaries. And also a, girl, a session. A it's what day is it, turn off? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I do what I do best. I'm yes. gonna hold you accountable. Okay. Okay. So it's, uh, it. yeah, so it's a workshop that we meet a couple of times. It's going to be at the end of August. Uh, details will be on the website soon. Okay. And uh, you'll be in community with other people to get some support and time with me. Nice. Yeah. That is so nice. Okay. Again, where can people reach you? Thecatchgroup.com. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Lead Her Ship Global. Mm. Woo, woo. Let's give a shout out. Yes. I am so glad um, that you're, you know, part of that organization. But more importantly, um, I think that just if I wasn't a part, I wouldn't get to meet a fabulous woman like you that has written a fabulous book that really focuses on our values and how important that our values are, that we take that into consideration first. Don't, don't, don't try to build a strategy. What's your values first? And so I really love that. And the years of experience that you've had in corporate is impressive. And aren't you teaching too? I am. I just started as an adjunct professor at SMU and that's been, it's been really fun as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. When you get into your zone of genius, yeah. is there such a thing as a zone of genius? I think so. I think you get into your <laughs> zone of genius and then you just flourish. Like yeah. it, you become magnetic. I Sometimes I tell people, I just call me Magneto. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you get in your zone yeah. of genius, it just kind of comes to yeah. you freely. Um, I would love for you to give one closing statement, just a statement to, to, to our viewers. Yeah, I just, I want people to give themselves permission to live the life and career that they want. I love it. Yeah. Give yourself permission and live the life that you deserve and that you want. So many people are not living the life that they deserve. So I thank you for all that you do. I thank you for being here. It's been amazing. Thank this you. This 30 minutes went so fast. I know, it so did. All right. We're going to have to do it again soon. I know. I wish you all the best in everything that you're doing. And again, go get this book. Until we meet again, as I always say, continue to be the absolute best you. And remember, we're going to scale and grow your business, not just locally, but nationally and globally too. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit zondratv.com.